What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Gamerverse, episode 130 for Saturday, January 14, 2023. I am Wasabi Ice Cream, joined as always with my dude Rick. What's up? Yo, what's up, everybody? I'm back, back from the dead. Yeah. Not dead, I just had a baby, so I've been gone for a while. Might as well be um, dead. <laughs> Nah, it's a good time. Like, I'm happy. Kid's good. Don't want to get sappy, but I love this kid already. Uh, doesn't like looking down at him, seeing someone who half looks like me, half looks like the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. It's a good time. Uh, but not a lot of time to play uh, video games, though, except for some things we'll go into in a little bit. Uh, but let's start where you always start, man. Tell the people what you've been playing. So there was a big Steam sale going on yep. during a little hiatus there. And of all the games that I could have picked up, I picked up one that I'd never heard of, and it was like $2, called Tiny Rogues. Yep. Now, the reason I picked it up was because, well, well, first of all, it was cheap, but also it was like overwhelmingly positive on both like the recent score and the like overall score. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll look at this. It's cheap, whatever. And dude, this game. This game is, is awesome. Yeah? Yeah. It's like, it's like, um, oh, it's hard to explain, man. It's a, So it's a roguelike, obviously, by the title. But it's also like an RPG, twin stick, shooter, uh, bullet hell uh like all of the above it's like binding of isaac but you can like shoot in all directions and there's just a lot more like, yeah it looks like binding of isaac mixed with like 20 minutes till dawn yeah kind of but it's like room based though it's room based so okay. you're like you're you uh after you clear a, a room you get a choice of like two other rooms it tells you hey this room is gonna have a chest that's locked or this room is going to have a uh, strength upgrade. And you have stats, too. So you have strength, you have dexterity, and you've got intelligence. And the higher those go, there's, like, stat scaling ba- for, like, all the weapons that are all strength-based and dexterity-based. So if you have, like, a, a ranged c- character, you're going to want to get your dexterity up because it increases the stat scaling of your, like, dexterity-based weapons. Yeah. But also... Like, even if you're not, like, even if you're a mage character, you still want to get, like, your strength up because it does increase your, like, attack damage or I think intelligence increases your, like, critical rate, stuff like that. So it gives you, like, you're thinking of, like, your character build at all times during your your playthrough. And it's got, yeah, it's got, like, tons of unique weapons. Uh, There's a dodge mechanic. So if you, like... Your dodge gives you a certain amount of invincibility frames. And again, yeah. your your dodge scales with your dexterity. So if you have a lot of dexterity, you get more dodges that you can do consecutively. I like that. Um, there's like armor. So if you wear armor, if you're like a, uh, a high armor class, you get more bars of armor. And that, that your armor goes down instead of your health if you have it. Uh, there's just so much this game does so much incredibly well and it's still early access too 
Yeah. They're, they're saying like by the end of 2023 is when they expect to be done with it. But I'm like, dude, there's already enough content here that you could just release this game right now and have like a great time. That CRT filter is kind of iffy with me. At least so the CRT yeah, I see here, yeah, but like in the gameplay trailers and stuff, it's there. It's the the so the thing about the CRT filter is it's a slider, so you can slide it up and down, and then you can either let's have it all the way off or like slide it up a little bit and have like a certain amount of effects. Uh, slide up all the way and have all the effects. So it's a slider. This is the first time I've seen a slider for one of these because usually it's just like an on-off thing. Yeah. Uh, but this is like a slider, so you can kind of just like slide that. it. Yeah, this looks dope as hell. Uh, they're gonna find out later. I've been playing a lot of Twenty Minutes Till Dawn. Yeah. And anything that like gives you that same vibe, I'm into, and that looks that's that looks like what this is doing. This game is this, this game is so fucking good. There's um yeah. There's there's so there's ten floors, and each floor has a boss, and there's two different bosses on each floor. So you might not see all the bosses on one playthrough, or even like two playthroughs. It's just random. So, and then, like, all the boss fights are unique, and all the, like, the music is fucking dope, and, like, it's just so good. I think it's just one guy who's working on this. This is incredible, dude. I'm, I'm into this. This is, like, chick, this is like taking all my boxes for me. I think I'll pick this yeah. up now. But it's, like, um, it, they really hone in on those, like, RPG mechanics, though, which is, like, I think what differentiates this from, like, most other roguelikes is because it's so like stat based you want to like dive into your stats and really see what you've got going on to where like you pick hey, up a that? weapon yeah you'll like you'll see a weapon you'll be like oh shit this is gonna like change the way i play because this like scales completely differently than like there's a bunch of like status effects like poison and shit and then like every time uh i think it's like every five or ten levels you get to choose a permanent uh like stat bonus or something and it'll be something like hey every time you put uh potions are permanent so every time you drink a a potion it lasts forever which usually it lasts (laughs) like five or ten rooms it'll be like hey this lasts forever and you're just okay now i'm just drinking every potion i run into because it's forever and then you know you'll be like it'll be like hey er uh status effects every every status effect that you put on an enemy it'll you do 10 percent more damage so you're just stacking status effects. Like, okay, I'm going to get fire. I'm going to get lightning. I'm going to get uh, cold. I'm going to get poison. And then you're just doing tons of damage like that. So I love it. It's I like, love it. It's super cool. It's super cool. This is like ticking all my boxes, dude. Yeah. It's ticking all my boxes. I love this. Yeah. Ooh, I'm into this, dude. I'm into this. It's on Steam right now. Yeah, it's on early access. It's like, like how much it's- is it right now? like six bucks i think six bucks yeah that's that sounds like a great deal that was like a hell of a deal yeah it's really good it's really good that sounds good i'm into it dude it's like like gunfire reborn is like super sim- similar but it's like a first person shooter so this is just like yeah anything that like does that you know i'm into like i love that i love stuff like that <laughs> uncle Dolph is in the chat what's up oh what up Dolphy boy what are you doing for Dolph Man, Dolph Master, Dolph Lundgren? Um, yeah, so like where I'm at in it right now, I've beaten the game with like most of the classes. There's still one class I haven't unlocked because it's like super fucking random. Uh, yeah. But I've beaten it with most of the classes. And then like once you beat it with like a certain amount, you unlock, you start unlocking like more shit. 
so death is the like ultimate like he's the last boss then you unlock ultra mega death or some shit like that and he's, it's just so fucking difficult <laughs> like the game's actually not it's not that it's pretty easy compared to most of these yeah. like, it's not it's not too hard but once you start unlocking ultra death it's just it's ridiculous it's, it gets ridiculous so I'm sure with the other updates are adding more like stat effects and like weapons yeah. and upgrade build upgrade options. Like it's gonna scale pretty well. Yeah, the the dev's been pretty responsive in those like That's Steam good. comments. It's like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it harder. Uh, he's already put in some like modes where it's where you can like opt into like harder shit and it'll give you more points based on how hard you choose to make it. I love so, that. It does have that, but. It's already some some of the classes are like more difficult to start. Like the cleric, I think, is garbage, dude. The yeah. Cleric just starts with like he starts with a book that just like orbits around him, and it's just so hard to like hit anything. And he doesn't do much damage. It's just it's like he's garbage. So I gotta ask: Is this uh, does that have multiplayer? Or is it a single player? Game? It's single player only. Okay, that's fine with me. Like, yeah, multiplayer would be good. Multiplayer would be good, but I think. I, they're not planning on that right now, yeah. But it's dope, this looks man. Good. It's dope. Yeah, it's on my wish list. I'm gonna check this shit out. Check it out. It's tiny rogues, tiny rogues. You're also playing that uh, that Chinese adventure game, right? Breakout Thirteen. Yeah. So I loaded up Breakout Thirteen. So we tried to play that during the the demo derby. Yeah, during the last demo derby, we tried to play it, but it didn't have subtitles. Yeah. We couldn't like we couldn't do any. I was like, this looks interesting, but I'll just wishlist it for now. And yeah, it finally released. I think it's also pretty cheap. I think it was like twelve bucks. And what you get is a pretty like pretty. decent fmv game it's like pretty it's really cool because what you want out of an fmv game is you, you don't want it to like take itself too seriously and yeah. so the guys were making this knew what they were making uh what's it's about a like chinese kids who are like addicted to video games and they're addicted to the internet so their parents send them to this like super militarized uh, school to kind of yeah. heal them, but what they don't know is just like it's like a torture place to kind of like torture it out of them. So oh, Jesus. the whole game is about trying to escape this place or try to expose them or whatever. But you don't realize that they're like in the pockets of the surrounding cities and and stuff like that. So like even if you do get out, they're still you're still in it. <laughs> So, um, it's longer than I expected because, like, the whole, like, the first couple chapters, you're, like, building up to this huge, like, escape. And then, yeah, you come to find out that there is no escape. Uh, but during that, during that, like, I only played, what, like, three or four chapters. And you, you, well, as you play, you realize, oh, these guys know what they're making because the kid, the kid uses an engage. <laughs> Like he whips out an engage and goes like, "Yeah, this is real gaming right here." And I was like, "No, it's not. <laughs> no one fucking plays on the engage, dude. Not in twenty whatever the fuck this game's supposed to take place." Uh, and he like he like he ta- the way he talks is like 
He's trying to escape, but you're like, this kid does not. You don't. You belong here, kid. Because he's like, you're nothing but an NPC. But I'm going to say goodbye to you anyway. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, this kid belongs here. You should not be allowed to escape. Uh, I look at the game here, and it's like $10 on Steam. Yeah. And the the production value for the for the um the full motion video scenes is like way better than you would expect for like a ten dollar game. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Once you actually start playing, you're like, okay, there's like you can see the budget in it. It's not very yeah. like the translation's not very good. The subtitles aren't very like readable at times. Uh the audio the audio is very inconsistent <laughs> like you can tell like they just recorded or like re-recorded or whatever it's it's, it's inconsistent at times but it like it doesn't matter it's still like pretty good for for what it is like 10 bucks you can't really go wrong so i only played it for a little bit but it's like it's very funny like it's very like it's what you want out of an fmv game which is just like cheesy it's humorous, but yeah. also it's just entertaining, really. So, yeah, I'm into it, man. Like this looks, this looks dope. Like it's another one. It's only ten dollars, so like you know. Yeah, here he is playing an engage in the uh, <laughs> in the video now. It's like, where did you even find this, guys? I gotta say, like his headphones look kind of older like does this take place in like modern day or it's modern day because if you get it starts out with him playing like being like a call of duty lord or something like that like you know he's like he's like a big gamer and then they'd send him off to this engage though like that's funny yeah where the fuck are you that's funny. Engage, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty good. And then there's and there's points where it like drops into like a first person mode, where you have to like investigate the environment and look for clues and and uh, stuff like that. So, you know, it's it's definitely an FMV game. And in, in that regard, it's not just you're not just walking, just watching shit. There's you can make choices and there's like relationship ranks with some of the different NPCs. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, we have, we don't get a lot of uh, we get a lot of FMV games anymore. So yeah, this looks cool. It's ten dollars. So go check it out, everybody. Yeah. Uh, then Darksiders War Mastered. I haven't played yeah. Darksiders in a minute. Yeah, I decided to play some Darksiders because I never finished that game, and on my PC, whenever I try to load that game up, it just doesn't fucking work. So oh, yeah. I've been playing it on my on my GPD device and it does really well over there. So That's good. Um that game's super fun, man. I I, yeah, I remember it's not bad. Yeah, I remember playing it on like PS3 and shit and just never finishing it. So Yeah, it's not bad. It's like it, it's God of War, Legend of Zelda, Portal but it doesn't do what those games do just as well. But the fact that it's all together is like, yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a good time still. It's a good time. Yeah. And I like, I realize that I'm still like super nostalgic for that era of video game. Like that's probably where my like nostalgia ends is like, it probably like my nostalgia probably starts with super Nintendo 
and then peaks with N64 and GameCube, and then kind of ends with PS3. So, there's just a, pun- a bunch of PS3, 360 era games that... Your nostalgia goes up to, like, 7th gen then. Yeah, yeah. Where I'm like, man, I, I remember playing these, and I remember the way these games looked. Just the gray fucking mess of, of yeah. sloshy textures and shit like that. And I don't know, there's something about that era that I'm still... Well, it's, it's a era for sure man because like it's easy to forget the ps3 360 Wii, that seventh generation of console started like 2005 2006 yeah so it's easy to forget that like that shit's long enough ago you can be nostalgic for it <laughs> yeah so there was a bunch of games that i just i don't know i, I was gotten nostalgic after playing darksiders i was like man i should like load up uh playstation now and see what's on there yeah. You know, because uh, I, I was dying to play some Metal Gear Solid 4 again for some reason. Oh, that man. Shit. That's like, a good one. I, I played that game like 20 times before the trophies ever came out. And then when the trophies came out, I just I started a playthrough, but never like finished uh, a full one. So I'm going to get the trophies in that game and get what I fucking have earned before the trophies were out. Uh, yeah, it's like that. It's like um, that platinum game, uh, Anarchy Reigns. I, I for some reason I was thinking about that. I was like, fuck, man, I want to play. Should I talk shit about that? <laughs> I, it's it's a terrible game. It's a terrible game. But again, it's just I'm just nostalgic for that like era. I had me thinking about it. Like, man, I just want to play this shit. Like Lollipop Chainsaw, which they're remaking that. So. We'll be able to play that at least. It's, it's it's the games that never got a re-release on anything else that you can only play on PS3 and 360. Like those are ones that I, that I was thinking about the most. And I was oh, yeah, like, sure. I can emulate them, but if they're on PlayStation now, I'll do it that way. Um, yeah, just stuff like that. I just kind of just wanted to, I don't know, get back into. But, I hear that too. There's a ton of games. I'm like, I got my old PS3 here, and I keep looking at it. And I'm like, fuck, I want to boot that up and play like, like Tokyo Jungle. Like, hasn't gotten released. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, like I'm getting nostalgic for those games too, because like, you can't play them on anything. It sucks. Yeah. Like, but the fact that Metal Gear Solid Four is still stuck on PS3, the fact that all the Metal Gear Solid games haven't gotten a re-release on modern systems is like a fucking crime, dude. It's a sin. It's a bummer. Huge bummer. God, I'm looking through a list of like PS3 games stuck on PS3, and it's like Heavenly Sword, Resistance, Infamous, yeah, Tokyo Jungle, Puppeteers, another one that like nobody played, but it's still a fun game. Yeah, it's, it's like mo- most of those. A lot of them are on PlayStation now. Like most of the exclusives are on PlayStation now, so you could like yeah. stream them, but. It's not it's not the best way to do it. But if you had a, like if you had a PS3 and you had save files that were in the cloud, all of those are still on PlayStation now. So you could like yeah. just load that up and resume right where you left off, which is really cool. That is really cool. Man. I'm gonna boot up my old PS3 now. <laughs> Play some games, man. Um I've been playing quite a few games you'll notice most of them have been like switch games or like mobile games because i have a kid now 
So I can't oh, yeah. exactly sit down at my desk, put on my headphones, and just game all night like I used to. Yeah. Um, the last game I did, I did make an exception though, to play High on Life for a little bit. Uh, that's on Game Pass. I played it. I want to say the day a day or two after it came out. Um, and it's fucking incredible. <laughs> it's really fun. Um, yeah. now I will be honest. This is the kind of game I did look up reviews on it after I played through it. I didn't beat it yet, but I, I feel like I like it. And I've noticed a lot of reviews are like people either love the game or they fucking hate the game. And honestly, it all comes down to like your sense of humor. It's written by uh, Justin Roiland. It's, it's from Swatch Games, the Rick and Morty guy. Um, and if you don't like that kind of humor, that kind of oddball, off the wall, borderline improvisational, repetitive kind of comedy, you're not going to like this game. Like, this game's not for you. I'm sorry, but. What it is, this is an example of a this is a perfect example of a game that not everybody's gonna like, but a lot of people are gonna love. And I'm one of those people that love it. It's okay. uh it's a first person shooter. It's a fun first person shooter with really odd, funny elements. So that came out as this uh as this kinda your sister calls you a loser, and the game starts up with you playing a video game alone in your room, so probably. But <laughs> Your your planet Earth gets invaded by aliens who are trying to catch you, harvest you, and sell you on the black market as drugs. I guess humans are drugs to uh, the rest of the galaxy. And you work with this sentient gun called a Gatling who tries to walk you through the process of taking your planet back, becoming a bounty hunter, and killing this uh, this cartel. And it's so goddamn fun. All the guns talk. They're constantly talking. If you don't like that, all right, that's a red flag that you might not like this game because uh, they don't shut up. And, but that's what they say is funny, so I'm okay with it. Um, but there is an option to turn down how often they talk during uh, gameplay. But they talk a lot during the actual game, too, like cutscenes and stuff. A lot of cutscenes are them just talking. But the jokes are legit, like, really, really fucking funny. I don't want to spoil any of them, but they're fucking great. Like, there are some that legit just got me fucking dying. Um, the game's very subversive. It knows it's a video game, so it kind of plays with that a little bit. Uh, if you try to, like, speedrun something and, like, glitch your way into, like, an area that's supposed to, the game will call you out on it. The characters will be like, what's wrong with you? Like, we worked really hard to, like, have this game play in a sequential order, and you're fucking it up. Um, <laughs> that's cool. It is cool. And all the guns are super cool. I got up to this, uh, I can't remember her name, but she's, she's basically the Needler from Halo. But she's more accurate than the Needler. And there's actually a button you can do to like trigger the explosion. So you could do that on your own whenever you want to. It's fucking awesome. Dude, this game is fucking great. Like It's got a great voice cast. If you love internet humor, it's got all kinds of people, dude. Um, fucking Psychic Pebbles is a, is in here. Michael Cusack is in here. Uh, Justin Roiland obviously is in here. So there's a ton of shit here that's great, and the humor is fucking hilarious, man. There's some funny shit in here that I was not expecting. But again, it's not everyone's style of humor. So you know, maybe watch a trailer or something of it uh, to see if that humor kind of jives with you before you pick it up. But it's it's a fun game. It's legit a really fun shooter. It's fucking hilarious. 
and I recommend it. I want to get back into it. I really, really do want to get back into it. And maybe one day when the kid starts to, when the baby schedule starts to get a little bit more regular, just sleep through the night, I might be able to actually get back into this game and finish it off one day. Uh, but it's it's a fucking blast, dude. Um, still playing Pokemon Scarlet. I know, regardless of like some of the glitches, performance issues, I'm still having a fucking blast with this game. It's mechanically, I think, one of the better Pokemon games to come out in the last like couple of years. Uh, the terrestrializing system is so much fun. It does a lot to actual uh, battle mechanics, and it's a gimmick that I hope actually sticks around because it changes your Pokemon's type on the fly. So. That's fucking cool. So Pokemon that have like a huge type weakness, you can eliminate it. Or maybe Pokemon that unless you get really creative with your team. I'm not gonna like spoil too much options here, but it's it's fun. And despite some of the gameplay hiccups, some of the uh performance hiccups, it's still a really fun game. And if you like Pokemon, you'll like Pokemon Scarlet, I think. I don't think there's a lot that's gonna tune them up, tune you off of that. Um, next game I really, really, really want to talk about. Fucking 20 minutes till dawn, dude. <laughs> yes. This game is incredible, man. So I started playing it after my son was born because I was stuck in the hospital with my wife while she was recovering, right? And I had my Switch on me, but it's like, it's a very engaged type of game, my, the games I have on my Switch. So I couldn't, so I had to pick it up, put it down, pick it up, put it down. It was kind of annoying. So I was like, I want something that I can just pick up and put down pretty frequently without like losing too much progress or like getting too annoyed with it. And so 20 Minutes Till Dawn was on the the App Store. That's where I'm playing it on is mobile. Oh, yeah, Yeah, yeah. So uh, there's a mobile version. There's two versions of it. There's a free version that has ads that play. So the ads are very non-intrusive with the free version. I want to talk about that really quick. Um, when you boot up a level, you could start with some upgrades if you watch a 30-second ad. It'll give you two upgrades to start with. So there's there's someone said there to watch the ads, and you could also when you die you could watch an ad to come back. I think you only get that option once, and every time you level up you can watch an ad to like re-roll your upgrades. So, and the ads aren't long. The longest ad I've seen is like thirty seconds. So, it's not too intrusive. I think it's a good way to get into it. If you want to try the game out, the free version is a good way to start. But if you like what you're playing. Buy the game. It's only $3, this game. <laughs> so if you like what you're playing, just buy the game. Because the stop, the progress you make in the free version does not carry over. Uh, but what I want to talk about is the game now. It's a horde shooter, kind of like Vampire Survivors. You know, the goal is to survive 20 minutes. You kill guys, get experience, you can level up. But the builds in this game are fucking crazy, dude. They're fucking crazy. My build right now, I'm playing as a, as a, what's her name? Um, the chick with like seven hit points. I can't remember her name. But she got the highest hit points in the game. I pick her, and I pick the buff that starts you with half my HP, but I do like extra damage, have increased fire rate for the rest of the round. So I start with that, with a shotgun. And the reason why, because uh, the shotgun only has two shots. You fire twice, so you got to reload. And there's, uh, there's uh, an upgrade when you level up that lets you smite people, that smites all enemies within a certain radius for 20 damage every time you fire your last shot. So a shotgun, one, two, reload, I'm smiting people. And there's upgrades for that 
where if you smite 500 guys, you, you get to expand your health one slot, and there's another one that lets you heal yourself when you smite five guys. There's another one that gets lets you do more damage for the more health you have. So that becomes my main damage dealer as I'm using it to like heal myself and expand my health pool. And there's another upgrade that that lowers my shots available to one, but I reload like twice as fast and I fire twice as fast. So I'm just like, I'm like, shoot, reload, shoot, reload, shoot, reload. Every time I do that, I'm smiting motherfuckers. And that's been my main build through this whole run through. But there's a couple other ones. There's that chick that drops lightning every two shots. So strap her with some machine guns and you're smart. You're fucking dropping lightning on dudes and mix that with like the electro mage upgrade that increases your lightning damage and expands how much damage, how much uh, lightning drops you do while you're shooting, regardless whether you hit guys or not. It's oh, my God, it's insane, dude. I wish I had the time to like really talk about some of the builds here, but it's fucking crazy the shit this game lets you do man you can get some dirty dirty nasty disgusting builds out here if you're patient enough and every time you finish a round of 20 minutes you unlock a level of darkness and each level of darkness is like a difficulty modifier some of them do things like make enemies faster have enemies take more hits have enemies deal more damage and they stack every level that you get but in return you get more experience when you finish up those levels so like you're constantly pushing to like go harder go longer make survive that 20 minutes maybe refine if you got a build that's working for you maybe refine it like figure out ways you could like trim the fat off of it to make it more efficient more effective stuff synergizes very very fucking well in this game oh my god dude this game is incredible man it's incredible i love this and it handles pretty well on mobile, surprisingly. Like, it's it's a really good pick-up-and-play game. You know, you pick it up, you can play it, something comes up, pause it, go deal with that, come back, pick up where you left off. It's, it's really good. I fucking love this game, dude. I cannot stress enough how great this game is. It's on Steam, iOS, the Android Store, fucking $3. Go pick it up. This is an incredible game. Um... You play through the game. The reason I picked it up actually is because of your recommendation. You're talking about how how much better it is than Vampire Survivor. Yeah. And yeah, that's what got me into it. I have to agree, dude. This is Vampire Survivor done right. I fucking love this game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with Vampire Survivors, but I like I like that you can, you know, actually aim your shit in this. Oh, yeah, you can actually aim your shit. It's, <laughs> a, it's a twin stick shooter, so you're actually yeah. aiming it. It's not... You don't have attacks on rotation on a timer like you do with Vampire Survivor. Um, so you're actually aiming your shots. There's an extra level of like depth there for that. And it's it's good, dude. It's so fucking good. And there's so many different characters that provide all kinds of like crazy different abilities and benefits. And they yeah. have their own upgrade trees. Every time you kill a boss, you get an exclusive upgrade for that character. Each character has, I think, like three or four exclusive upgrades. And with this girl that I was talking about, the one with the extra health pool, she has upgrades that, like, oh, every time you take damage, you get a permanent increase to uh, your reload speed and your fire rate. And every time you heal yourself for damage, you get a permanent upgrade to your bullet size and bullet damage. And you combine that with the character who, you know, who already has a huge health pool, so I can, I can afford to take some hits and keep on going. And with the build I'm running, it's, it basically heals me and expands my health pool 
Like, fuck, dude. Like, everything synergizes so well. I love games that let me do that, that, like, let me make my own build. And with the mechanics available, let me synergize those mechanics together in a way that I want to, like, break the game. I like games that let me do that, that let me break it. And that's what this game does. It does it very, very fucking well. Yeah. And it has an oversized welcome. Each round is only 20 minutes. And there's an option, if you don't get that time, to do a 10-minute round, if you want, where you don't get any achievements, but you still get experience points, and you still get uh, points to currency to like up per- do some permanent upgrades I haven't even talked about yet. And it's yeah. fucking dope, dude. It's I so the, good. The other thing about this that I like better than Vampire Survivors is that it's it's one, starting out is a lot more fun than oh yeah Vampire Survivors because Vampire Survivors takes a while to get to the fun. Like even when I started playing Vampire Survivors, it took me a while to be like, what, what, what? Why do people fucking like this? Dude, like, same. It, it took it me just, like three, four runs to like for it to click with me, but this. On my first run, I was like, this game is incredible. Yeah, it's instant for this, because you just get yeah. so much stuff to play with out the gate. Um, yeah, so uh, if you're, like, on the fence, there is, like... Yeah, so this does have, like, a free version. It has uh, on Steam. It's called 10 Minutes to Die. Oh, yeah. Is, like, a little free, like, pseudo-demo version. It's, like, it's got content in and of itself in, in that version, too. But... Even the twenty minutes to die is only—it's pretty cheap on, on its own. It's three dollars. So. It's three dollars. Yeah. So, so that's why I recommend it. If you, you guys got phones, right? Like just <laughs> just try the <laughs> try the mobile version. It's it's a the free version's great to get into because you watch that you get to start with upgrades, which can kind of give you an idea. Like it, it kind of speeds along like the fun because then you could like see what upgrades there are, and it starts with two. So if you unlock like like um. How could I word it? So if you unlock an upgrade, you get like one of the tiers for it too, on top of it. So if you do like the Electro Mage upgrade, you can get either the the lightning bug that lets you drop extra lightning, uh, or it might roll with the um with the the one that lets you reload your ammo every time every a twenty percent chance to reload your ammo when you uh, hit a guy with lightning. So you get to see not just the like ability the upgrade ability, but also like the next step from that. So you can start with a pretty noticeable power boost and kind of see what the game's about. And it encourages you, it really speeds on the process of like finding your build. Because again, when you level up, you have an option to watch an ad and re-roll it. So if you don't like the upgrade list you got, watch a 30 second ad, re-roll, and it gives you a chance to like get to that build you want faster and experiment a little bit better because you're not stuck totally to the RNG. And again, if you like what you play through it, you're like, this game's incredible. Just stop playing the free version. Go buy it because the progress isn't carry. I made that mistake. The progress doesn't carry over. Uh-huh. So I fucking, I hit like Darkness 15, unlocked all the characters, unlocked all the upgrades. And I was going to buy, the game lets you buy like maps and characters, but each character maps like a dollar. And the game's only $3. You get everything. So I was like, I'd be stupid like not to just buy the game already. But unfortunately i had to start the whole game over again so don't make that mistake if you like it just buy it it's three dollars it's fucking incredible but again if you don't if you're not sure if this is for you try the free version out you can try 10 minutes till dawn on steam or if you have a phone try the the free version of it on your phone and see if you like it and if you like it go buy it because it's fucking worth it um i like that the games we talked about today are all pretty pretty cheap so yes 
They're all super cheap, except for Pokemon Scarlet. Like, that's oh, yeah, Pokemon yeah. Scarlet. And I'm about to talk about the Blade Chronicles in a little bit. Those are not cheap. But Hound Life is on Game Pass. Twin Minutes Till Dawn, $3 game. Darksiders War Master, that's always on sale for, like, super cheap. Um, another game I got into. So this, I got into this actually at a recommendation from a random YouTuber. Okay, so there's this random youtuber that like youtube recommended to me he's got uh he's got some pretty small views so go send him some love he's called uh infinite combo reviews he reviews a ton of different games he doesn't really have like a specific type of game he does um but he reviewed this game called rampage nights that's the recommend that's the review that got recommended to me on youtube it's a roguelike beat-em-up and it's fucking incredible, dude. <laughs> it's... I don't even know how to get into it right now because it's so crazy. But... So it's a, it's a roguelike beat-em-up, which fucking merges very well. I think I've played a roguelike beat-em-up before. Uh, but this does it, and it merges very, very well. Um, so basically, some dude... Ro you're, you're hanging out with your buddy, and some guy, sh some fucking wizard soda shows up, steals all your goodies, takes into his castle so now you got to go in and get your shit back and what's cool about the game is that there's a ton of different options of stuff that could happen to you a ton of different weapons armor upgrades and the game gives you quests so it gives you quests like oh kill a giant enemy uh and deal x amount of points of damage which you can do on multiple runs so if you can't do it on one run you can keep playing it till you do the quest and if you do enough quests, you unlock a new class. And each class has a different gimmick. Like, I unlock the base adventure character doesn't really have anything special with them. They're regular attacks, regular, all middle of the range, like stats, right? But the first class you can unlock after that is a barbarian, which starts out with like a big two handed sword. They're a little bit slower, but they do more damage, have a little bit more health. Uh, but they don't wear they, they can't wear armor so any armor you find you can't equip but you already have such a high like defense value maybe it doesn't matter um there's another one that i i can unlock called a battle mage that lets me cast spells instead of rolling i have an option to cast spells for free that doesn't cost like that i don't have to take up a spell slot for it's it's a lot of fun i'm barely scratching the surface with it but it's a fucking blast, dude, what I was playing through. It's a fun, violent, kind of gory, nasty-looking beat-em-up. And the game's really ugly, but it's kind of on purpose, kind of the charm of it. It's supposed to be like a really ugly game. And it's so much fun. It's got multiplayer, so check it out. I got it on Steam for, like, $6, dude. It's like a normal, like a, like a $10, $15 game. And it's worth it. It's worth it. It's a lot of fun. I love this game already. It's hard as balls, so like prepare to get into that. But it's it's fun, dude. It's a really fun game to play through, and I like it. it, it again, I didn't think like beat 'em ups, and I didn't think like a beat 'em up roguelike would work as well as it does, but it does with this one. So go check this out, dude. It's 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 a lot of fun. Um, that's where I'm playing it also on Switch, uh, but I'm sure you can get it on Steam or whatever else. Um last game i want to talk about and this one i've been excited to play for a while is uh, xenoblade chronicles 3. the long-awaited final installment to the xenoblade trilogy and this game i keep saying it 
but this game's fucking incredible too, dude. Like shit. Um, so here's the thing with Xenoblade. Xenoblade is a, is a kind of game where you either love it or you hate it, I think, you know. Um, but basically the gameplay, it's a it's a real-time RPG with MMO style combat. But the gimmick is that it's a single player game. So each character is divided into a separate class healer, which is your healer, attacker, which is your DPS stat, your DPS class, and defender, which is your tank class. Their job is to like pull aggro from people, defend all your hits, while the healer keeps the tank running, right? Like an MMO. But you control your entire party simultaneously. And there's a ton of like cool abilities you get that can really affect how the battle flows through and it's a lot of fun but what i want to talk about with this game specifically so combat is very similar to passive blade games you played them you played this one it's very similar but what separates this game from the other games it has a job system dude it has a job system like bravely default or fall fantasy 3 um so instead of like finding different blades because Xenoblade chronicles 2 had something similar where your class was determined by the blades you were using, but the blades were kind of annoying because they were on like a kind of a gotcha system. You would collect these like crystals and you would open them. You had a chance of getting like some garbage blade or like some legendary like named blade. But it's annoying because it was on a gotcha system. So you could have like all these, you want to collect all the named blades but it's annoying because you keep getting these like garbage ones instead of the named ones you want. With this, it eliminates that. Now, each character has a specific class that they are, and that determines the weapon they use, and the characters can mix and match their classes with each other. So Noah, the main character, he's like an attacker with a sword. He can equip his partner's, like, he can equip his partner's um, gun staff and become a healer. But what's cool is those classes level up individually, and there are some things that carry over from one class to another. So you could like mix and match the best parts of some of those classes, their passive skills, their active skills, and make something fucking awesome with it. And it changed the way the characters look too. Again, it's a job system, like like Brave the Default. And I fucking love that because it lets you customize your characters and your party the way you want. And the party has a set number of characters too so it's six party members they all have their own interesting story to go through but they're all on the field at the same time so it's not like passing the blade games where you have this whole cast of characters we can only take like three of them into a fight with you no all six of them are in combat together all the time there's a seven slot for guest characters that you can find throughout the game and those guest characters how you unlock new classes you do a mission for them and they unlock new classes. There's one girl that uses dual swords. That's fucking awesome. And I made sure to use her weapon with some of my attackers so they can get some of her benefits. It's fucking great. I'm not even talking about the story, which is incredible too, but I don't want to spoil it. But basically, uh, there's two civilizations that are at war with each other. They've been at war with each other for as long as everybody could remember. But the, what's crazy here is that these characters, these soldiers, are, like, born to fight. They're child soldiers. They're born to fight. But they age rapidly. They only they age, like, about 10 years. And most of them don't even make it to the full 10. But when you do, 
you die and your energy gets sent back to the war effort to create more soldiers. Uh, but what's crazy about these characters is that their time is uh, is borrowed. They have a clock that they can see with how it tells them how much time they have left. Even though their their lifespan's ten years, they might not make it that that far. The only way to extend expand your life is to kill enemies from the opposing army. And as you kill them, you add that to your clock, and that's how you make it those ten years. So again, they they're born to fight. They live to fight. But they also fight to live. Now your characters come in. They're from those those different factions, right? And some sci-fi fantasy bullshit that I'm not gonna spoil happens that changes that. So now you're not on borrowed time anymore, and you're trying to dismantle this war effort. But at the same time, seeing like why you guys are fighting in the first place, it's such an interesting story that I'm fucking gripped with, dude. I love it. I love it so much. And it's it's really cool. It's I don't want to spoil too much of it, but it's it's a really interesting story that asks a lot about uh, what it means to live, what it means to be human. It's really really cool. Um, yeah, all in all, great game, dude. I wish I had a, a more a less clumsy way to end this, but it's it's a fucking incredible game. And if you like the last using the blades, you'll love this one. That sounds like I need to play that. It's good, that. dude. Yeah. It's, I've I've uh, I've not gotten into the Xenoblade shit yet, so I don't know. Xenoblade's hard to get into. I'll be honest, because the problem with Monolith Software is that their games are very mechanically complex. There's a ton of systems within systems within systems. Okay, that I, I haven't even talked about not yet. Worth it. <laughs> it's worth it. It's a lot of fun, but the problem with Xenoblade is that it takes hours for the game to, to get into like its mechanics yeah, yeah. Um, because... the only one the only one i've played is xenoblade chronicles x and every time xenoblade comes up i bring up that game and how much it like it it you, how much you love it until it gets to a certain point and then you hate it at least that's what happened to me okay oh, he says this... that one was good i don't believe you i the soundtrack was great the soundtrack was great but then once you get like the chapter 10 i remember chapter 10 Everything fucking changes, and then I hated it. I was like, this sucks. So <laughs> so I'm about like 30 hours into this one, and I've just been doing a lot of side quests, like on top of the, the main story, and I'm chapter, having... Chapter two, your opinion oh, doesn't... So I'm sorry, but... Yeah, yeah how are you going to say like it's good? <laughs> you have to chapter two, or whatever. Um, this game does a bit, bit of a better job, like kind of moving things along. But I didn't even know this game had like a class system or like a job system, honestly, um, until I played through it and I got and I unlocked it. Um, like it's it's a lot of fun though. Like it's so much fun, just mixing and matching these classes. And some characters are predisposed to another class a little bit better. So each class, each character has a certain affinity to a certain class. And it tells you it's uh, ranked from like D to S. So the higher their affinity is, the faster they level up in that class too. So you can learn every, you can have each character learn every class, but you want to prioritize those ones they have an affinity to so that you can build it up faster. And again, it's not like Xenoblade 2, which had this annoying gotcha system to unlock these blades, to unlock these classes. You unlock them from playing through the story, from doing side quests. 
and it's cool because each class can have the time to like really feel different do their own thing i unlock this like healer class right that's like a it's like a bow staff it's like a bow staff nunchuck combo thing and even though it's a healer all of its abilities rely on attacking so like i have a, a, a healing attack that heals me for the damage i deal out and it heals my partners around me for the damage i deal out and so it's main focus is attacking and healing and there are some abilities that even um that um pierce through defenses like they ignore defenses so you can see why even though it's a healer class why i might want my attacker character to learn that class they can get some of those abilities for their attacker classes it's the game lets you oh my god my brain is swirling some of the shit it lets me do and i love it for that um and again, it, it's it's a lot faster to get into than the other games. It still takes forever. I want to say, even speeding through it, I took my time with it. It took me like six hours before I got to like, before I started to see like where this game was different from the other games. And I think it took me 10 hours to like get to the point where I'm like, okay, I think this is everything the game has to offer. At least until like I, I get farther in and it wants to show me some more cool shit, but I, I hit a point where I'm like, I'm comfortable with what I have so far. Um, about the 10 hour mark. So again, like it's, it's not easy to get into. I will be the first one to admit monolith has a huge problem because their games are so mechanically complex and deep of drip feeding you mechanics over the course of the game. So you can be like, I remember I was playing Xenoblade and I was like 30 hours in and I was still getting new shit. Uh, but this game does a better job kind of doing it really quickly and it lets you get into some of that cool shit a lot faster. And the story is legitimately like really, really good. Like, I don't want to spoil it, but there's some stuff in here that has got as a Xenoblade fan has got me like really intrigued and confused on what's going on, but in a good way. Um, it's really, really good and it runs very well. This game is a fucking huge open world game with continents and maps that go on as far as your eye can see. And there's multiple levels to it. It's three dimensional. So on top of like how far you can see what you can look up to, you can probably get up there too. Uh, the problem is that it's so big, it's like overwhelming. But it still runs really well, despite Pokemon Scarlet and Violet not being able to handle their open world shit. Um, Uncle Dolph said, yeah, it gets so good, you just gotta drudge through the first 50 hours. Not even then, dude. Like, with Xenoblade 3, I would say, like, the first 10 hours. Like, you kind of kind of force yourself through. But the story is good enough that, like, you'll deal with it, honestly. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's just really tricky because the game can get the game uh, wants to hold your hand for that first chunk of it. But seriously, once you get over that first hump, you got a fucking incredibly deep, complex, rich JRPG to play through. Um, but yeah, we've been talking for an hour about games we've been playing. Let's move on to some news, everybody. Right. Um, yeah, PlayStation announced Project Leonardo. It's a highly customizable accessibility controller kit for PS5. So similar to that uh that Xbox accessibility like kit that we saw a couple years ago. Uh PlayStation's got a similar one here. It's really cool. I mean, anytime there's a accessibility option for people who need them, I'm okay with it. 
you know. Yeah, well, especially um, since PlayStation's, they've been actively working towards accessibility, like at least on the the software side in their games. Yeah. So it's nice that the they're getting into options, the, difficulty options for everybody. Like it's good to see yeah. the hardware stuff supporting that too. Yeah. And yeah, those of you don't know, yeah, those of you who can't see it, it's uh, it's a ring with customizable buttons laid around it. You can customize, mix and match the parts however you want to fit your specific needs, and it's it's cool. I love seeing shit like that, you know. Which again, when I I saw, I, I felt this way about the Xbox One as well. I was like, man, I yeah. would buy this just to have like a specialized controller for something like a like a rhythm game or something like a DJ Max. I would oh, buy yeah. something like this just to have like you know a special controller or something like I can like tailor make for just like a like a very specific game. Oh yeah, you can do the same thing with this too. Yeah. Yeah, this is really neat. I love seeing stuff like this. Um, do we have a video of what it looks like like in action to like play with? Uh, they do have a video here. I don't know if they have a lot of information on it in terms of like, you know, price and yeah, they don't really, there's people talking about it in the video. Not really, uh, not really want to using it yet. Ah, uh, it's a bummer. But that's the thing. The, so... I remember with the Xbox one that they had, uh, that comedian, what's his name? He had like cerebral palsy. Like they had him like playing with it, like playing like killer instinct with it and like showing yeah. like how it works. Like that's what I want to see. And what I, when I look at this, I'm like, I don't know. Cause everything kind of looks a little too cluttered to me personally. When bit. I, when I look yeah. at this, I mean, I don't really know what the, what the needs of, uh, the, the, this community are. So, yeah. but when I look at this, I'm like, I mean, yeah, it would be better than a controller for sure. But I think one of the things about the the Xbox accessibility controller is that it has so the the thing about this one is that it has it has four ex expandable ports, so you can plug in like extra buttons if you if you have them. But the uh, the Xbox one had every button on there had an expandable port, so you you could expand it up to like what like fifteen different accessories and add-ons so if yeah you need it, and like... each button you can even change the button size so like yeah let's say like there's a primary button you're using you can have like a separate like large button the size of like your hand yeah and that's like the primary button you can like push on but with this i feel like it still requires you to like use your fingers to like operate yeah so I, no i can't really tell here with it like <laughs> yeah I so I I would need yeah I would I would need someone who knows who, what they would need out of this to really say for sure but um it's definitely it's definitely good it's definitely a an okay device it's definitely better than having to use a controller for sure um yeah but I want to see what it looks like in action you know to see like how someone with those needs would use it because. From what I'm seeing here, it still looks like it would be with the Xbox adaptive controller. You can see like anybody could use this. Yeah. But with the Sony controller, I feel like there are some like 
accessibility options that aren't there for everybody yeah. to be able to use. But I don't know. We'll see. Maybe once we actually start seeing some more stuff about it. It was um, just, for me, it was just like the expandable options. Yeah. Because like this one only has four slots to add on stuff. Whereas yeah. the Xbox, the Xbox controller had like 20. So and it had like one for every button. So if you, if there was a button you couldn't access, say like you couldn't like hit like the start button or whatever, like on this, wherever it is, if you couldn't hit the start button, you could at least plug something in on the Xbox controller and then put that start button like on your neck or something. So you could like hit it with your chin or exactly, something like yeah. that. This, uh, I don't know if yeah. like four is enough. Yeah, if you have, if I they're mean, gonna, man. if they're gonna make you buy two, to ex- for that level of expandability, that's like, I would need to see the pricing then. I would need to see the pricing on this. Yeah, because um, that was the other thing. The Xbox controller, for as good as it might be, uh, it's still a pretty expensive device. So yeah. that's the other like, uh, that's the other thing about these accessibility controllers is that they're, they seem to be priced out of range for someone who already might be um like if you are some level of handicapped you're already paying a lot for other accessories and other things that you might need to um for whatever disability you have it's you know disabilities are very expensive so yeah and like they already want like ninety dollars for a fucking dual sense controller. I'm sure that this is gonna be. I don't. Know, I don't want to say, but you know. But I. I feel like this is already gonna be like they're gonna price people out for people who already have other yeah, monetary. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I, I hear what you mean. So that's why it comes down to like what the price is, what it looks like. You know, we'll see. So there has there's not even a release date for it yet, right? Like yeah, there's nothing. They just said this yeah. is what we're working on. I mean, it doesn't even have a name. Project Leonardo yeah. is not really yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. Like when it starts to come down the pipeline, like it might be more affordable than we expected. Yeah, and we'll see. Um, speaking of PlayStation, let's get this ball rolling. We got the PlayStation Plus game catalog lineup for January for their uh, Plus PlayStation Plus uh, Extra and Premium games. Uh, pretty strong list here, man. Back for yeah. Blood, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, Devil May Cry Five Special Edition, Life is Strange Before the Storm, Life is Strange, Jet the Far Shore, Just Cause Four Reloaded, Omno, and Erica. And then for their classic games, you got Siphon Filter Three, Star Wars Demolition, and Hot Shots Golf Two, all PS One classics. Bummer, bummer. That list is a bummer. Yeah, <laughs> huge bummer. Especially since like their lineup already is like kind of sad. I don't even think Metal Gear Solid's on on there yet. Like, what the fuck? Come on, dude. Is it um, not? I don't think so. I haven't seen it on there. Let me see. That's a bummer. I mean, like, what do they have? Are there classics? Do they only consider PS One to be a classic? There's some PS2 games too, but not a lot. Some PS2 games, because yeah. yeah, like Metal Gear Solid, every Metal Gear Solid game should be on there, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. It's just, it's a huge bummer. I don't think like, I think Tekken three is on there, but not one and two. It's like really weird. Um, yeah, it's, it's super weird. Like they still haven't added enough, I think to make this like price worth it. Um, also the fact that like triple A games aren't coming out day one for it is like 
what the fuck are you doing? Like, even Xbox is doing that, but <laughs> whatever. Yeah. I mean, they had, like, uh, well, I, I was going to say Stray, but that's not really AAA. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's why, like, we'll, we'll then, see if they can make this worth it. But so far, it's like, the, the suction's cool. Dude, Back for Blood is not great. I, I yeah. heard that game got better. I did, but, too, and I haven't played it. Um... Life is strange is whatever. Yeah. Jet the Jet the Far Shore is something I've been wanting to play. That's a a Super Brothers game, I do believe. Oh yeah. Um, so I've been wanting to check that out, but I have not. I forgot about it. Oh, <laughs> and, there you um, go. Still... I don't know if it's worth cool. the cost of the subscription, but yeah. Uh, Erica's garbage, dude. Don't even waste your yeah. time with that <laughs> shit. That shit is trash. Um. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's an okay list. Devil May Cry is probably the best one here. Dragon Ball Yeah, Fighters. I agree. Yeah. Uh, then Game Pass, some bangers coming out. Yeah. Persona 3 Portable is coming out. Cloud Console PC, January 19th. Persona 4 Golden is dropping Cloud Console PC, January 19th. And Monster Hunter Rise is dropping for Cloud Console PC, January 20th. Yeah. Already, these are like... Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. all these games... Uh, for some, the Persona games in particular, haven't gotten a modern release in quite a while. Persona 3 Portable hasn't come off the PSP yet. This is its first release off of the PSP, and it's going to be day one on Game Pass. Persona 4 Golden is its first release off of, I think, Steam was like its first really major release after the Vita. Yeah. And it's going to be available on Game Pass day one. Machana Rise is its first release on Xbox. And it's going to be available on Game Pass Day One. First release so, off of, I think first release off of Nintendo and PC. Yeah, it was Nintendo, then PC specifically Steam, and then after that we got uh, Microsoft and Xbox, and then PlayStation is getting a release too. But that's not on PlayStation Plus; it's on Game Pass. So yeah, you know, and that's great. <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, so they came out. They came out and clarified one thing about monster hunter rise and that's your save file is cross compatible for every pc version so if you have it on steam you can just download the game pass version and your save will just be there as great as that is i have like hundreds of hours on switch so well well, that's where you fucked up that's where you fucked up. That's it's what it released like, on, bro. Get off my back. That's what it released on. Like, yeah, come but on. like, like Nintendo's so notoriously bad with uh, everything that. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't like even like even save quick compatibility between Switch systems is like bad. Uh. So. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, so I'm that's why like, I, I bought it with the intention that I knew. I am playing this on Switch and probably nothing else. But the fact that it's on Game Pass, you know, I might start it over for that. You know, we can get a Monster Hunter stream going. That'd be fun as yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, dude. So already, Game Pass... <laughs> I'm, I'm more... Even though PlayStation has added more games to their library, I'm more excited with what game, Xbox is doing. But, oh well. Um, some quickie news. Uh, we have uh, Xbox and Bethesda developer live stream dropping january 25th it's great for that we might see some cool shit i want to see some cool shit on uh starfall 
dude, I can't wait to see. Yeah. Like, well, they already they clarified exactly what's going to be in this. They said it's going to be oh, yeah. Redfall. It's going to be Forza, Minecraft, and Elder Scrolls Online. Ah, uh, bummer. Uh, they said Starfield's going to get its own, its own separate thing later. Okay, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Which is gonna be dope because yeah. I'm I'm hoping I got my fingers crossed that they have something on the level of that Fallout Four presentation. Did you remember that? Oh yeah, their Fallout Four like, presentation, forty five minute presentation to showing that, off everything Far Cry Four is gonna have. That, that shit was the greatest presentation ever. Yeah, <laughs> for like any for like anything. Because not only were people excited for just for the idea of Fallout 4, but when they finally came out and showed that shit, it was like, holy fucking shit. You guys, like, not only did you get, like, do Fallout 4, but you did, like, fucking, like, The Sims. You did, uh, yeah. like, actually made it a, a, a good shooter, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it turns out that Sim stuff, like, wasn't as prevalent in the game as we thought it was going to be. It was still fun to play with. Like, it, was it was still, still fun. Yeah. It got me to pre-order it. Like when I saw that. that, that and then, and then like, and then on top of all that, like the games like released like within like that year. Yeah. Uh, like within a couple months and like everything in that presentation was just fucking incredible. So like, I'm hoping this Starfield presentation, like they've only, they've only showed like a little bit, but I'm, I'm hoping that Starfield is my most anticipated game right now. So. Aim. And it's coming out day one on Game Pass, baby. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm hoping that when they finally show some shit, they're gonna be like, "Oh my fucking god, I'm gonna wet yeah. my pants." Yeah. I am ready for my jaw to drop. I put a I put a pillow on my floor so I don't hurt myself. My jaw drop. <laughs> my jaw drops. Um. <laughs> but no, um, jokes aside, like Redfall. I also, sleep. we I I've been talking yeah. shit about Redfall. Um. Some they've they've came out and said some stuff about Redfall that has me at, a little more excited about it. Oh yeah. Because they came out and said, Hey, it's not like, uh, it's not our version of left for dead. It's our take on far cry. And I'm like, okay, oh. that's a different, that's yeah. different. Yeah. So that changes my opinion completely. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm curious to see what more about that now, if it's like a far yeah. cry. Yeah. So yeah, That's, they've, okay. They've got stuff here that I'm I'm curious about, and then Forza. Like I don't I don't really care about the motorsport series anymore. I'm I like the open world stuff, so I don't really I'm not excited about that. But Minecraft Legends looks dope. Yeah, Minecraft and, Legends um, looks dope. Elder Elder Scrolls Online is. I, that, that, it's a pretty it's a pretty good game if you like actually it's on get game into pass it. too so like yeah i could try it it's pretty good yeah so, yeah that'll be on the 25th which is a wednesday so i kind of wish you hadn't told me redfall could be more like far cry than left for dead because now um, i'm like games kind beat. of excited for it I, was it games beat they put out a whole um Fuck. Yeah, I Rock Paper Shotgun put up a thing too. Was it Rock Paper Shotgun? They they put up something too. So like a Far Cry like made by Arcane. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that sounds awesome. <laughs> that actually yeah. sounds really fucking cool. 
oh, uh, an open world games like radar. yeah games radar i'm gonna post a link here they, they put out a whole a real long interview or whatever the fuck you want to call it just a really long article about it um and it got me more excited because i was pretty down on it i was like ah, yeah for dead is just I'm I'm done with the Left 4 Dead games, man. But this is yeah. it sounds like they're doing more than that. So Oh, speaking of which, Anna Cruz has apparently got some pretty big updates, so apparently it's like pretty fun now. So we should probably try that out. It's leaving it's leaving Game Pass though. <laughs> is it? Week. Yeah. It is not. You it lie. Is. No, it's like it's leaving Bullshit. Game Pass. I'm never gonna play it then. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shouts out to New Jiraiya in the chat. What's up, guys? We do this live on GameOfRest.com slash Twitch, GameOfRest.com slash YouTube slash Discord. Um, Bums but... me out. I'm never going to play it now. Fuck this game. Um, yeah. Well, I, it might still be on there for now, but I think it's leaving like this week or once like the once the next update comes, the, the Monster Hunter update, I think it's leaving then. Oh, a couple games are leaving Game Pass. Nobody Saves the World is leaving Game Pass, so yeah, you know, get in, uh, get on that when you can. Nobody Saves the World's fucking incredible, so get in on that as soon as you can. Uh, we got some new, uh, some some uh, oh, quick, some more quickies. Death vs. Let It Die is suspending service pretty soon. Yeah, so <laughs> which just came out, so <laughs> you know, I actually tried to play this. <laughs> Yeah, and I couldn't even get the fucking game to launch, dude. So Ugh. that's how bad it is. But they're coming out, so they're not ending it like right now. They're ending it in July. Yeah, which is weird. But um, they came out and said like, "Hey guys, look, we can only make so many games in our life, and uh, we don't want this to be the last one we make." so we're ending it and we're gonna re i guess they're like doing a whole like you know like a realm reborn type shit on this they're yeah like, they're, they're talking about the, the way they word it they talk about like re-releasing it later yeah which yeah. is like okay if you're gonna are you gonna like re-release like a single player game so it's not like a live service game but whatever um but we'll see what happens with it I never even got to try it. I heard it's not actually it's actually not that bad. I hear it's actually pretty fun, but Yeah. The problem uh, with these types of games is that this is like the only game you're supposed to be playing. So if you're trying to juggle this with like Fortnite or any of these other like life service games, like this is gonna get left in dust. <laughs> well that's the thing. That's the the story about these like battle royale games is that they come and kinda just completely miss they kind of misread the market. Like they just don't yeah. know how to really penetrate the the market because there's so many games out there now that are doing the same thing when it comes to battle royale even like a melee exactly. focus battle royale you've got like rumble verse or uh like naraka blade point is that a battle royale uh, yeah i think it is uh but yeah it's like the, the melee shit has just been it's like even that's not very unique anymore so the 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 biggest thing this this game had going for it was that it was based in the left for let it die universe and that universe be honest it wasn't even like didn't even make that big a splash (laughs) it didn't make that big a splash but at least like to me it was unique enough to get it in my radar uh because that 
that whole universe is pretty fucking cool. Now, I don't even think yeah. Suda51 was was involved in this Deathverse thing. So, there's that. But, I don't know. I think if they can kind of capture some of the magic from the original Let It Die in this, then that would be... I'd be interested in it more. But... Uh, the game is fucking broken. All right, let's just. I'll just yeah. like I installed it and couldn't even launch this fucking thing. Like it would crash. Like I would get to the menu and be like, press X to continue, and I press X and it would just crash. And I'm like, okay, uninstall. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, if they're if they're saying like, hey, look, if they come back and it's and they've really like made some significant changes on this, then. I'd I'd be interested to check it out again, you know. If they're committed to improving it, then you know everyone deserves a second chance. Yeah, I wanted to see what they do. Uh, we'll have to see what they do first, though. Um, let's get into trailers and videos. Uh, Stalker Two: Heart of Chernobyl got a new gameplay trailer. This game looks cool, dude. Like, yeah, you know, one of the thing about this trailer is that it's uh, dubbed in English, which I think kind of yeah. devalues the uh, the impact of it a little. But uh, just a little bit. Uh, game looks great, though. It looks incredible. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. I can't wait to see what else comes out with it. I've wanted to get into the soccer games forever, but they're kind of jank. So I, <laughs> I haven't, yeah. you know, the older games are kind of jank. So it's cool that we got a new one with some much needed quality of life stuff, some modern quality of life stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. What are you going to say something? Oh, it just, it almost looks like a, um, like a looter shooter almost. Almost, yeah. Which I'm okay with. I love me a good looter shooter. A looter shooter with like survival elements, like and some horror stuff. Like, yeah, let's let's get into it. Um, we also got a look at Wishfire. It got a new gameplay trailer. This game got announced like 2016, 2017. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks fucking great. It does look great. It's from the uh uh flying hog flying wild hog, you know, the shadow guys, the do those guys, do those guys. Do those guys make games or they do they um are they a, like a publisher? Cause they have their name attached to a lot of shit, and you're like, what, like, what, what is your? Are they the developers? Because they like, are. Develop, Devolver is the the publisher. Because I Flying Wild Hog, that. didn't they also? They just put out a game. They put out two games. Well, they just did, did they? like the last Shadow Warrior. They just did, uh, what was it? That like, um, that third person action game that people were kind of lukewarm on, but uh. Oh, um, I'm talking about the vampire one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they like have their name attached to a lot of shit. I'm like, how are you guys? How are you guys like a small studio? Yep. Uh, Wikipedia says they are a developer based in Warsaw. Okay. Warsaw, Poland. Oh, I guess they're not making a. Hold on. I guess they're not working on Witchfire. 4K. Who worked on Witchfire? Was it this is the, oh, the Bulletstorm guys, right? The astronauts. The what did it say? The astronauts. The astronauts. The astronauts. Who are the astronauts? Oh, people can fly. That's that's who's who's working on this one. Oh, at least they were. I don't think they are anymore. <laughs> but their name was on it before. Hold on. 
Yeah. Uh, maybe they have some involvement. Or maybe you're just thinking of flying hogs and flying people and getting those mixed up. <laughs> no, people can fly, like, definitely worked on this. Because I remember when the trailer came out, it was like, oh, from the developers of uh, What Remains of Edith Finch and Everyone's Gone to the Rapture. And then a record scratch is like, and the guys who made Bullet Storm, and it showed all the shooting. <laughs> that was like the, one of the first shows they put out. I don't remember. I don't care. Uh, this game looks incredible still. It's this development has been kind of shitty, so it's good to see like we get some more information on it. So you know, another game that's been in development for fucking ever, Atomic Heart, got a four four K DLS DLSS three trailer. Yeah, and that looks incredible as well, dude. Atomic Heart. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh yeah. my god. I don't even want to see anything about this anymore. Yeah, me neither. This just looks. Inc- yeah, me too. It's been. It was announced like what back 2017, 2016. Like, I waited yeah. for this game forever. I'm still working at Best Buy when this fucking game got announced, <laughs> dude. Um. Yeah, this the announcer. Of this game is older than my marriage. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But yeah, this looks incredible. Um, I've I don't want to watch this trailer either. I'm just this is also going to be day one on Game Pass, so go check it out. Yeah. You know when that drops. This looks like a shock, but better. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Um, the Mega Man X Corrupted. It's a fan game that looks pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, also this guy's been working on this for several years. Uh it shows. Like this looks good as fuck. As one guy. I forgot how long they said that they were working on this, but two thousand nine, at least this guy's been following. Fourteen years. Two thousand eight. So <laughs> but uh apparently every time they come out and show it, it just it look it looks better and better. Um yeah, Mega Man X is one of those games I played when I was a kid, and I've got a little soft spot for just like yeah, Mega Man X specifically. And I didn't play it till I was older. I was like uh-huh. eighteen, I think, when I first played it, and I was like blown away with it. <laughs> yeah, just from the soundtrack and the way, just like the the movement and shit, just the speed. Oh, the movement is so good. It's like it's one to one, whatever you want. Like it's yeah, it's so tight and responsive. Like. If you miss a jump, it's your fault. <laughs> like the game gives you so much control over the movement, it's it's stupid. Um, there's no like cheap jumps in this game, and this looks just as good. I was watching the uh, the one hour gameplay trailer showing off, and you got to see the beginning with him like jumping from platform to platform. Yeah, and the way he would like miss it a little bit, but he still had that like that wall grab to like save him. Like this, yeah. there's some cool shit in here. He's right, says Mega Man Legends. Um, I did, I did Never play through that recently. That game's not good, but I have yeah. a soft spot. There's, I have a soft spot for it because uh, it's kind of cheesy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Mega Man X Corrupted. Yeah, hopefully this gets finished. Yeah. Sooner rather than hopefully. later. Hopefully, but, yeah, there's only a couple guys working on it, and they're doing. Yeah, it looks great. So yeah, we'll see soon. Whenever it gets finished, um, we also got some games releasing. Uh, January 18th, we got Gray's Counter GM. This is a to quote the developers here, 
a refreshing and highly replayable bullet hell style shooter that wants you to play dangerously ride the razor's edge of life and death in this high risk high reward danger oriented arcade style shooting game yeah <laughs> fuck yeah. yeah fuck yeah but no this looks cool though i'm not a huge fan of like bullet hell shooters but like this looks pretty neat <laughs> there's some yeah. like bullshit in here that yeah there's a moment uh, there's a time in my history when i was very into bullet hell shit yeah I, you um, were telling me about that yeah uh death smiles was a was a good one uh yeah these, these games always look more difficult than they actually are sometimes sometimes they actually are really difficult but if you <laughs> if you look at your like if you look at your character there's a small pixel that usually you can look at and that's where your actual hitbox is is not your like whole ship there's a small pixel that usually glows inside your ship and that's where your actual hitbox is so yeah. um, a lot of people don't know that when they play these games but i didn't know that <laughs> yeah and then usually you have a button that you can hold that makes you move slower and you can kind of navigate through the uh, bullet storm that's coming at you um so a lot of people don't know that as well but yeah, these games are these games are usually pretty fun. Uh, so and they usually have very good soundtracks. <laughs> uh, yep, and they usually sell them separately, and you can get the soundtrack for this. So I'm sure this looks cool. I guess looks like a lot of fun actually. Yeah. Um, we also got January 19th. You got a space for the Unbound dropping on everything. Uh, this I played is... this. Yeah, I, I remember we talking about during this during the demo derby. I played this. Um, it's a cool little chill, like, uh, it's a little point slice click of life. Game. Yeah, like a point and click, but is it, there's a little bit more to it, though. It's like you, like, dive into these, like, um, I forget if you're, like, diving into, like, people's, like, dreams or something, but there's, like, another world that you get, like. Yeah, there's, like, some mystical elements in here that are really cool. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. I think it takes place in, like, Indonesia, Indonesia. or something. Indonesia, yeah. Yeah. The so. pixel art's like really pretty. I like the pixel art. Yeah. This looks cool. Uh, we also got Persona 3 Portable releasing on everything. Persona 4 Golden release on everything. I'm going to buy Persona 4 Golden again on Switch, dude. Like, I know I am because I love <laughs> that game. Um, January 20th, we got Fire Emblem Engage releasing on Switch. This isn't like a regular Fire Emblem game, right? This is like. A Fire Emblem Heroes type game? I don't think it's a hero. I think it's a real Fire Emblem. I do believe this is a real Fire Emblem. Looking at like... Can I find some gameplay? The trailer here. Oh yeah, yeah it is. It is a real Fire Emblem. Okay. <laughs> Why do I think it was a Heroes? Well, because the name Engage suggests that... Well, Marth is in it. Okay. Oh yeah, that's why. Because like it has all these like legacy characters in it. Yeah. All right, whatever. Must um, Try to Rise <laughs> is also dropping that day on everything: PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. Um, and that's gonna do it for the show, man. It's good to be back. Uh, I want to start doing this again pretty regularly, like I used to. Um, but yeah, this is fun. Tell people where they can find us, dude. Guys, you can go to gamerverse.com, gamerverse.com/slash/twitch, gamerverse.com/slash. YouTube, GamerVerse.com slash what is that? Oh, that's Fire Emblem playing. Go to GamerVerse.com guys, GamerVerse.com 
for us. Discord, go into Discord, jump in there, talk to us, chat with us, uh, yeah. hang out with us. Yeah. Go, go to the YouTube. Uh, yeah. I've got yeah. archived yeah. on yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, some, yeah. Uh, some good shit. Some uh, I I got archived on there last stream, which was uh, Breakout 13, and then uh, our friend jo- Joan joined me. Yeah, I played some uh, Apex. I'm very bad at Apex. That's I'm fine, very so bad. We played some uh, Fortnite. And I'm very bad at Fortnite. Uh, I've never won. played Apex or Fortnite, so I'm sure I suck too. Never? Never. You should. They're pretty fun. They're pretty fun. So Fortnite's pretty me. fun. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's going to do it. That's going to do it. Yep. So, uh, Everybody be cool, be safe, be excellent to each other. And uh, we'll see you all next time. Bye.